0: You know, I think I'm becoming more of a pseudo economic nationalist. You know, I haven't abandoned free trade ideas because that is a hallmark of capitalism. That's how the world kind of comes together and moves ahead in a self reliant way. But <laughs> there's some countries that don't want to play along. <laughs> you know, the rich, I call this the regime change method, you know. Think about what happened in Iraq And what we tried to do in the Middle East So we go over there We got tired of Saddam Hussein You know, he messed with Kuwait And we pushed him out And then, I guess when George W. Bush Was elected after Bill Clinton Really just kind of di- dilly-dallied In uh, in Iraq, you know, dropping bombs here and there But uh, sending in weapons inspectors Only to turn around and send them back in again To send them back in again I think We need to look at the fact that what we tried to do was something that could never be done because it doesn't comport to their worldview. And what do I mean by that? What I'm saying is we went over there thinking, well, let's give them a taste of freedom. You know, we'll just remove the regime leader, Saddam Hussein, and then what will that do? They'll be able to set up a government and govern themselves, and we would be able to give them a taste of freedom, and they would welcome it. Eh, not so much, especially when their religion does not allow that. (laughs) It's the governing authoritarianism is so tied to their religion that it was pointless to even try that. So we have to look at that in the same way as how we deal with our uh, economic relationships with other countries. You know, I'm mainly talking about what's happened with China. You know, with China, we thought, let's just create a new economic relationship, even though they're complete communist. Because maybe then, you know, like with Russia, they could get the Levi's blue jeans and the Dallas TV show dramas and the Nike shoes, and that will bring forth capitalism, which will bring forth freedom. The problem is, their worldview, even though we're looking at it from a numbers game, wow, we got... All these people in China, they've got a huge population, new market. All these companies in America could benefit from all those new customers. And then they can manufacture parts of their industry supply chain line through China, bringing down cost, adding new employment at low levels, and then producing items on the cheap. Yeah, not a good idea when you're dealing with a communist country that wants to destroy us. So what do they do? They take the capitalism and then they infect it with their communism. So then what you're seeing is businesses on the outside doing commerce with the United States, but they're all state owned. They're all run by the government and the government uses that economic success that they uh, gained from being a world partner in trade. And then they start stealing Military intelligence and they start Stealing uh, trademarked Ideas and intellectual property That's the problem We You know it's it's kind of like what happens when you You know you're trying to date the hot chick that's Maybe above your pay grade you know Maybe you're punching above your weight You want to take her out she's really hot She's smoking hot and she's fine And You decide hey let's go on a date You know or I'm, I'm going to buy you the lobster for dinner tonight, baby, you know, or you're going to give her a a nice gold diamond ring or you're going to pick up the bar tab. Yeah. That chick down there. Yeah. Her, her tab's on me. Guess what? She's still not sleeping with you. That ain't happening. You ain't getting any tonight, brother. And that's what's happening economically with, with trade. You know, China's definitely not above our weight by any means, but they don't have any interest in us. And so, what we really need to be doing is creating coalitions of nations that we can have this free trade with. Yeah, let's work with India. They seem to like to move in a capitalist manner. Let's work with Vietnam. Let's work with you know some, other, some of these other nations. Maybe we can find somewhere in Africa that that once you know, that has is pushing for some sort of freedom and would love to have industry brought into their end. Because guess who's dealing all in Africa right now? That'd be China. China understands that they can buy Africa off, that they can, con- they can conquer Africa pretty easily. And so these are things we need to think about. We need to think about whether or not we are going to uh, do business with somebody. What's the purpose of doing business? Do we see a, a move within their country for freedom? Like, do we see a Hong Kong situation? If that was on a national level, In China, then maybe we could do something like that. That's what I'm talking about. You look at places that are yearning for freedom. That's what Russia originally started to do. They were yearning for freedom, and then the collapse happened, and then everybody ran in. The problem is the vacuum happens, and we allow the dirty players to get in. Russia falls apart. We've got all these oligarchs coming in, running the show, basically. You know, Iraq falls apart. Now you got Al Qaeda, you got all these different factions. That's the problem is the vacuum happens and we don't fill it with something good. But you have to have a vacuum that's willing and longing for freedom. You can't have a bunch of authoritarians on the outside of the vacuum going, hey, take this country over. That's like it's very tribal. That's what happened in in the Middle East. It's what happens in Africa. So we need to be thinking about that on an economic level. Some manufacturing should come back to the United States if it's if it makes sense. Some should stay in some of these other countries if these countries are on the same team, if we're seeing eye to eye. But we should not be doing business with China. Shouldn't be doing business with Russia. I mean, we really and we shouldn't be doing any business with Iran. I think we figure that out. I think those three, you know, but maybe Brazil, you know, they seem to long for freedom. So these are things that are pushing me to a pseudo Economic nationalist. I'm not a nationalist by any sense, but I think we need to be selective with who we're doing business with, who we're doing trade with. And I think Trump is kind of tweaking those things for us. And that's one of the byproducts of the Trump era that I do embrace. So I'm Adrian Slade. It's the Adrian Slade Show. The presidential motorcade was just passed through heavy crowds in downtown Dallas, destroying the media lies and dismantling the narratives. One story at a time. It's the Adrian Slate Show. One of the things we need to be looking at with China is what's happening right now. It's the Uyghurs. The Uyghurs are the Chinese uh, Muslims. They have been escorted off of trains. And they're, they're forcing them into labor camps. There's video. It's the craziest thing where they, they've shaved all their heads. They have them down in a crouching position You see the military people. uh, Somebody got a drone in there somehow to videotape all this. That's how we found it. But, um, yeah, it's like a it's a Holocaust in China. Now, we know the Uyghurs are probably in line with radical Islam, and maybe that's one of the reasons why China is doing it. But maybe it's not still something that you can't look past. Now, this is from Griffin uh, Gulledge. It's his last name. He's actually a professor. Uh, uh, not a professor. He's a, he's a preacher, actually. That's right. He's a uh, uh, director of marketing and communications. He's a preacher. Um, he's the one who's been talking a lot about this. And he went on a little Twitter thread. He said China's committing one of the grossest acts of human rights violations in modern history. And we aren't even saying a word because it financially benefits most of the rest of the world. He links to an article, Scoop, the United or the United States seizes 13-ton shipment of Xinjiang hair, human hair products. Well, <laughs> China is shaving the heads and selling the human hair for profit from the Uyghurs while shipping them off into enslavement camps to make products for us. Not only that, China is harvesting their organs. This is from Business Insider. Um... China is harvesting thousands of human organs from its Uyghur Muslim minority, a U.N. human rights body hears. The U.N. Human Rights Council heard on Tuesday that China has engaged in widespread harvesting of human organs from persecuted religious and ethnic minorities. Now, he goes on to say, we like to say that we're better than the Nazis, but if, G- if we were in Germany, we would have been Bonhoeffer. This is our Holocaust. What are we doing I don't know. He said, our ambassador's speaking out on this. Children are being put into detention camps, stolen from factories. This is from Ambassador Sam Brownback. Alarmed new data supports fear and reports from the Uyghurs. PRC government removing children from families into detention-like preschools. The PRC government must release all who are arbitrarily detained, including children, and be transparent about the actions of Jinping. I mean, this is insane. And they're also doing this to Christians. This is called the Fourth Reich from Discovery.org. The world keeps turning a blind eye to China's crimes against humanity of its own people. China, in the world champion of cancel culture, um, only when communist tyranny cancels you, you aren't just hounded off of social media or pushed out of a job. You are literally canceled, executed. Organs harvested in prison, forced into concentration camps, or excluded from all social participation in society. The targets of this despotism are primarily religious believers, Falun Gong, Uyghur Muslims, and most, recent, most recently, Christians. Millions have been victimized by these vicious pogroms in recent years, and it appears the persecution has just gotten started. Why is the Chinese government acting so ruthlessly against its major religions? People need meaning. Not a strong suit of materialistic communism. But as the Bible states, faith can move mountains. Paranoid Chinese Communist Party leaders view organized religion as threatening their desired absolute control over the Chinese people by becoming potent, competing powers. Even when that's not a religion's intention. Indeed, party leaders view faith as both subversive and to the kind of utopian society they claim to want to construct as a competitor for the people's loyalty. So, yeah, they're going after Christians, too. This is why we should not be doing business with China. This is why I think the pandemic, as bad as it was, gave us an upside. It's shown us that China can't be trusted. They can't be trusted on how they handle their bio uh, research. They can't be trusted on how they handle their technology. Remember the Huawei uh, uh, cell phone? This thing was amazing. It could drill down with its camera. This guy was in like like the twentieth, thirtieth floor of a building. Drilled down to a camera and focused in on somebody playing chess. And you could watch the chess moves. Now, that was amazing technology. But what do you think they were going to do with that? Hmm, maybe spy on people? <laughs> I mean, they've got the technology. They've got the social media credit score or the social credit scores where, you know, if you you do something uh, against the state's wishes, you may not be able to travel out of the state. We can't do business with a country like that. And that's what I was talking about in the beginning of the show, the monologue in the opening. That's what's pushing me to an economic, a pseudo-economic nationalist state. Still, I'm all about free trade, but we shouldn't be working with a country that's sending off a religious population to, you know, internment camps. And if they don't comply, they're executed with their organs harvested and sold. That's not a country we can be doing business with. But it seems as though the NBA, Nike, various politicians, Dianne Feinstein, Mitch McConnell, Joe Biden, they all have relationships with China that run really deep. All of this has to be rooted out back in a moment. This is Adrian Slade. Adrian Slade Broadcast. You know, the only way Donald Trump and his administration is going to overcome this scam, is to, he's got two things he's got to do. He's got to gain a coalition of, of governors, uh, mayors, and what have you, that will push back and decide, hey, we're going to open up our public schools, and we're going to show the world that um, these numbers aren't going to rise like they think. But then, for that to happen, you've got to get good data. And the only way we're going to do that is... What we've done with the WHO We've left them, we've defunded them And we need to do the same thing with the CDC It looks as though Trump is actually Trying to sidestep the CDC to get data Which is what I think he should have done And for that to be the case That makes you go, well, what's up with the CDC? Um, (laughs) Guys, I hate to break it to you Listen to this CDC employees made more than 8,000 federal contributions to political PACs and politicians since 2015. Only five went to Republican causes. This is from an FEC record. Out of more than 8,000 federal contributions from over 550 CDC employees since 2015, only five went to Republican PACs and candidates. The vast majority of the donations went to... ActBlue. Remember that? An online fundraising platform for the Democratic and left-leaning organizations. Now, remember, ActBlue was the organization that was receiving the funds from Black Lives Matter donations. Hmm. Other common recipients included Bernie 2020, Biden for President, Hillary for America, Warren for President, Inc. Employee contributions include those from epidemiologists, public health advisors, economists, Physicians and health communication specialists working at both Atlanta and Washington offices. So the numbers spiking up. There a lot of that was crap. There was a there was an incident where somebody died on a motorcycle and they recorded it as a COVID death. <laughs> I guess somehow you can die uh, from COVID nineteen when you crash your motorcycle. And then of course in Florida they're saying there was certain counties had one hundred percent tested positive. Not even one came back negative? That's a hell of a probability chart. That's a, you know, flip a coin a couple times, you're not going to get it 100%. So the data is, it's always been incorrect. It was incorrect when we had the Imperial College, the climate change organization that tried to give us the statistics to institute the lockdown back in March. And it's crap now when it's coming through the WHO, the CDC. Again, Trump needs to have the coalition of mayors and governors that will reopen schools and show that, uh, you know, when, when California is looking over, over its border at South Dakota, and South Dakota's fine, and then Georgia, Georgia looks swell, suddenly some of these other states are going to be like, ah, we kind of want to open up too. And the tide begins to roll back because even though a lot of people are like, ah, I can't believe you would want your kids to go back to public schools where they indoctrinate you. That is the overall premise that needs to be defeated. But the battle that needs to be won is to reverse the scare tactics, which is lockdown of public schools. We can fight that battle later. We can get to the battle of going, Hey, uh, let's revamp our, our curriculum and start teaching American history and start teaching things. But We're not longing to get kids back in public schools to continue indoctrination. We just want to move the needle back in the other direction to get society open. And opening schools is the beginning of that process. I'm Adrian Slade. Thanks for tuning in. You can check out the podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Spreaker. Tune in. uh, Find us on Roku. We're going to update the Roku channel here very soon. You can also check out the blog, adriansladeshow.com. Donate! Donate! anchor.fm or you can donate at Patreon, patreon patreon.com we'll see you guys next time